now playing Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. Welcome, fellow movie watchers. This is Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, and I am your host, Stacey Hurley. And with me today on our special Aussie Day celebration episode, I've got my usual co-host, Sam. How are you, Sam? I'm great, Stacey, and how are you? I'm really hot. It's really hot here. It's like we actually are in Australia. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we have two lovely special guests here. First of all, I'll introduce our representative from Australia, Mel. How Hi. are you? Good, how are you? Good. And tell us a bit about why you selected this movie for us. Oh, this is an iconic Australian film. It's one of my favourite films. It's from the 90s. It's got some quality 90s actors in it. You can't go wrong. Absolutely. And also joining us, we have the lovely Boo joining us. How are you? Yeah, welcome, Boo. Hey, how you guys going? <laughs> oh, great. Good. So, as you have all seen, the movie that we're reviewing today is The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the 1994 comedy drama road movie starring Guy Pearce, Hugo Weaving and Terence Stamp, along with, who else I've mentioned? No one? Um <laughs> <laughs> The iconic Bill Hunter's in it. Every Australian will know him. Yeah, and Bill Hunter, yeah. So, for those who haven't seen the movie, Sam's going to give you a plot. So, the adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. When drag queen Mitzi agrees to take his act on the road, he invites fellow crossdresser Felicia and transsexual Bernadette to come along in their colourful bus named Priscilla. The three performers travel across the Australian desert performing for an enthusiastic crowd, though I'd debate that, I think there was just one crowd that was enthusiastic, <laughs> and a ton of homophobic locals. <laughs> but when the other two performers learn the truth about why Anthony took the job, who the fuck is Anthony? Mitzi. When Mitzi took the job, it threatens their act and their friendship. Thank you for putting up with me. I have an incredibly sore throat at the moment, and uh, yeah. Okay, so the scores for this movie are, IMDb have this at 7.5 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes 95%. That's a whopping score there. And Metacritic's pulling back a bit at 68%. What would you guys give this um, film out of 10,000 lavender buses? Sam? I would give this 7,497 lavender buses. Mm, really? Yeah, we'll get into the compliment sandwich soon, but it's a good film. It's a good okay. classic film, yeah. I'd give this one 8,500 lavender buses. Ooh. Oh, you guys are selling it short. 9,243. Love this film. Holy shit, Mel is a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring the average down a bit, I'm afraid. I'm going with the 7,244. Interesting. So for those who haven't listened to our show before, the format is 20 questions about the movie. Weird and wonderful, usually, hopefully. This week we're starting off with 12 questions that we all answer. Then we're getting into a set of two personal questions each, which will go through. So, to kick us off, why don't we start with what we always start with, Sam? So yeah, question number one, the compliment sandwich. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing good about this film. And Boo, why don't you lead us off? Righto. Okay, so I've got the costumes. They're amazing. The makeup. It's horrendous, and the dancing is also amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. What about you, Mel? Um, again, dance numbers are amazing. It's so such a fun film. The bad thing, there is some terrible acting in some of these films. <laughs> it's like they spent all the money on the top three actors, and that everyone else they just found on the side of the road. Yeah, um, that's pretty right. So. Yeah, that's it. And then the last one is the th- the songs, the soundtrack. It's a great. I had the CD when I was younger. Played it constantly. I had a very random childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Wicked. Okay, so first good thing, I absolutely have to agree with Boo, the costumes are out of this world. And I thought the makeup was pretty cool too, but... Te- like terrible in a good way. It's 80s good. makeup, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the bad thing is 
their outfits are just so impractical in the desert. Like it's hot, they're sweaty, like it just makes no sense whatsoever. The good thing is that finally at the end of the movie they do an ABBA song. I wasn't sure if they were going to do that. <laughs> it's a teaser for the whole film. Yeah. I think the performance of the three leads is amazing. I think they're awesome. It's very well varied given the sort of roles that they went on to have in future roles. It's quite surprising. Uh, I agree with you, Mal. The bad thing is the bloody side characters and everybody else. Holy shit, it's horrendous. (laughs) It's so bloody bad. And the good thing is it's like, even though it deals with some horrific themes, it's very sort of uplifting. It's lighthearted. It's serious topics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And especially for that era as well. Yeah. Go home AIDS fuckers or whatever. It's like pretty intense. But yeah, yeah. That was good. That was really good. And that moves us on to question number two. What is it, Boo? All right, question number two. So, what item from this film would you want or definitely not want to be? I would have to say I do not want to be that bus. Three drag queens (laughs) in a bus going across the country. That is going to have seen some things. Yeah. I don't want to be that. That's an awesome call. That was almost going to be my answer. But there's something I loved in this movie and everyone kind of ignores it. It's the murals on the wall in that hotel that they stay in. Every single wall is covered in some kind of amazing nature landscape. It's just phenomenal. I want to be that hotel with that amazing (laughs) interior. I really agree with Mel. I reckon the bus would stink. They don't shower for like, what, four days, five days? There's no bathroom in that. There's no bathroom (laughs) in it. There's no shower. It'd be disgusting. But I would definitely not want to be the lamp in the hotel room that gets smashed. It gets thrown at Felicia. Poor bloody lamp just sitting there enjoying your time and suddenly you get picked up and rifled at some dude. (laughs) Stuff that noise. My one? I don't want to be that ping pong ball. Oh, I want to be that ping pong ball. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, how did I forget? For those of you that haven't seen the movie, a uh, Asian woman puts on a ping pong ball show halfway through it. Yeah. <laughs> well, less said about that, the better. <laughs> uh, the next question is, is what flavour ice cream is this movie? This movie is definitely Rocky Road because they are driving on one hell of a rocky road and it just causes no end of trouble for them. Oh, that's that ice cream flavour. Very literal, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went with salted caramel because they're very salty to each other for the entirety of the film. I put goody goody gumdrops because um, obviously sweet and colourful and ridiculously coloured. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. mine is definitely the rainbow paddle pop. It's the rainbow, it's the symbol, <laughs> and paddle pops are so Australian. Yeah, True. It's perfect. True. <laughs> True. Okay, question four. What movie would you set this one up with on a blind date? Uh, I'm going to go over a famous American film from 2007 called Hairspray, in which John Travolta plays a transvestite. Yeah, why not? Good call. Well, yeah. John Travolta cr- cross-dresses for the role. Yeah. There's a lot of singing and dancing in that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Singing and dancing is kind of similar theme. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Are we really going to get along? I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting to find out. <laughs> It'd be great to see them on that first dates show. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit, be a fly yeah. on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I picked Strictly Ballroom, another iconic Australian film done by Baz Luhrmann back in the 90s or mm. 80s, maybe. I think it was the 90s. Um, yeah, lots of dancing, lots of songs, very colourful. Yeah, I think they'd get along well. Wicked. Well, I'm I'm on a similar theme. I think the Rocky Horror Picture Show would oh. be great oh. with this movie. Damn, that's mm. an awesome Tim Crow would do amazing in the Priscilla world. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool, so question number five. What deep philosophical debate arose in you while watching this film? What is going on with the bathroom situation? You've got three <laughs> drags and a bus going through the desert with no bathrooms. Like, what is going on there? Very valid point. I don't know how deep and philosophical it is, but I was more just concerned with the safety regulations with Felicia being on top of the bus in the shoes singing <laughs> while it's going 110 k's down the rocky road. Does he have a seatbelt? Is there something tying her in? What is going on? And then there's smoke 
coming out of the back. I'm yeah. just I'm just concerned for the safety. I'm pretty sure they've put him up there to kill him. They've had enough yeah. of him and they're trying to get rid of him. Yeah. He suggested it. They're like, yeah, great idea. Yeah, get up you there, you fucking moron. Yeah, they're probably going around the windy roads. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's a little bit kind of serious relating to the plot. I don't get what the big deal is about Mitzi having a wife and child. Like they freak out and it's mm. and it's like, okay, so maybe he didn't tell you, but he had a life before maybe he realized he was into this Drake scene. I just yeah. I didn't get that. I was like, whoa, that over dramatizing it. Maybe it is yeah. just like the close friends, how could you have never have told me? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. Right at the start of the film, just as they're about to leave, you know, they're all having this farewell party and it takes away from the esteem of some woman who's running from one side of Australia to the other. Stupid idea. Why? Why would anyone run from one side of Australia to the other? I started thinking about it and I was like, how far would I run from one side of Australia to the other? No distance. I wouldn't go to Australia to do that. Fuck that noise. Oh, dear. All right. What would be the best or the worst movie to watch with this one and a double header? I picked Wolf Creek. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's the best or worst But it's good to see the other side of the Australian outback It's other lives, not all drag shows in the desert And fun fun parties There's some serial killers out there People need to know Yeah, you might not survive this for different reasons Yeah, I don't know how the drag queens would survive In Wolf Creek for the movie They would not No No one survived in that movie Well, no Okay, I'm going with a little bit of a different angle. I'm going with a really a different road trip movie that would be probably a terrible double header with this, and that's Elizabeth Town. Never seen it. No, a because it's no. a terrible movie and really boring. Although probably I don't know, maybe Emily likes this, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so it's a it's got Orlando Bloom and Kirsten Dunst in it, and they travel across America in a really boring fashion. So I can't imagine how after watching Priscilla, which is really fun and lighthearted and entertaining and bright and colourful, that you could actually manage to sit through Elizabethtown. Orlando Bloom doesn't come out and do a song every half an hour? No, he doesn't. Although his mother in the movie, Susan Sarandon, does a song at, oh, really? at his dad's funeral. So oh, mm, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, and yeah, I'd just like to point out that this question number six is courtesy of our Patreon, Emily Higgins, who runs a Tasteless podcast. It's an awesome podcast you check out, and details are in our show notes. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with an non Australian film, Romper Stomper, in which Russell Crowe <laughs> plays a skinhead who, uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil the movie for anyone, but it's a horrific watch. After something light, fun, and enjoyable as this, to watch that, yeah, nah, stuff that noise. That would be the worst. That would be the worst. The opposite direction to you, I'm going burlesque. Oh, yeah. the theme. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, the next question is, what character just clearly needs to get laid? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah, they all do, absolutely. But I think it's Mitzi's wife. Like, she's stuck out in Alice Springs, hasn't had a holiday for eight years. She calls her drag queen husband back to look after the kid. She's desperate, man. She needs to get out yeah, of there. She needs a break. She needs <laughs> a holiday and she needs to get laid. That's a really good pick. I actually went with the doorman that works at that, um, like, place. Oh, the hotel? Oh, yeah, yeah, the hotel. Yeah, the guy's like, you left my your number for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, that guy is fucking hound dogging, eh? He yeah. needs to get some fucking sex anyone who, any, anyone who walks through that door. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, hello, how you doing? Yeah. I put down the obvious, I got Bernadette. Yeah. Um, I went with the marathon runner. There's got to be something in the back of your head. Like, why are you running from coast to coast? Maybe if she just got laid, she wouldn't have done it. Made a stupid yeah. decision. True. Maybe she's got an unrequited love on the other side of the country. That she, she couldn't find a plane? Why? <laughs> 
She wanted to show her commitment. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. No man's worth that commitment. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that brings us to our favourite question. Question number eight. How would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this movie, Sam? As I mentioned, there's a ping pong show in which a little Asian woman gets up on a table and does a ping pong show. At no point does any of the barmen or anybody try and pull her off the table or stop her from doing it, even though we've been told that she's been banned from the local bar. So all I could imagine was Nicolas Cage as a barman standing there watching with a Nicolas Cage shit-eating grin on his face where he's just <laughs> yes um, I reckon he'd be a great wardrobe designer oh yeah, yeah just helping out in the back, back yeah, door yeah just picking out drag outfits yeah that's yep. alright so I would think he'd be a great over-enthusiastic crowd person like they're in the local pubs in the country do their show to an absolute standstill audience not a noise and you've just got Nicolas Cage in the background just screaming yes. whooping and cheering <laughs> Yeah. Shit, yes. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be great at that. He'd do that. Uh, I think there's this amazing scene when they're out in the desert and their bus is broken down. They've been there for a day or so. This Aboriginal guy finds them and takes them back to his group who are having a good little sing-along in the desert. And anyway, the girls come out and do this amazing drag show for the group. I can just imagine in that situation, it's night time. You've got just moonlight. That's all. You've got a group of Aboriginal people in, with these drag queens dancing. I can imagine Nicolas Cage coming through the background as a vampire with his <laughs> bloody steak and his teared apart clothes screaming I'm a vampire <laughs> just totally upstage the drag queens so you're thinking vampires kiss Nicolas Cage has yes. got lost in the outback yeah. gone walkabout <laughs> and now he's strolled across an aboriginal party that yeah. which drag queens are performing at yeah that makes sense that makes yeah. sense yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good it yeah. does I like that cannot poke ho- any holes in that infallible yeah. <laughs> logic yeah Okay, so question number nine. Which character from this film would you get to help you hide a dead body? Definitely Bob. He has seen some shit, that man. But he can help you. <laughs> He's definitely the guy who can actually get rid of a body and make it stay gone. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I heard Bob too. You look at him, he knows what he's doing. He can know his way around. He knows his way around the country. He knows multiple people in multiple towns. Done. Yeah, it's it's a three from me too. I'm going with Bob. He's he, And he's just such a nice guy. He would want to help you. No yeah. matter how yeah. bad the situation is. Questions? Yeah. yeah, he'd just smile and go, yep, yeah, we can get this sorted, done. Go to Cooper Pedy. Yeah. Get yeah. rid of it together. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good answer too because he gets, what, blind drunk and wakes up with a wife that yeah. doesn't remember. Yeah. So yeah. Like, that's all you have to do with him after you finish hiding the dead body is take him out, get blind drunk, and then your secret's hidden forever. And no, no, no. He's a gentleman. He keeps the wife. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's in it. He follows through with crazy decisions. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But I'm going to go with Bernadette. I reckon she's got a little bit of evilness about her. You know, she doesn't take shit from no one. Not even Aussie bogan woman. I was say, look at how she handled that homophobic guy from Cooper Pedy. Exactly. She knows, she knows what she's doing. She knows what's up. Alrighty, so next up we've got, what is your most controversial opinion about this film? This is a Patreon question. It's a new one, actually. It comes from Julio of the Contrarians, another awesome podcast you guys should definitely check out, and there'll be links below. Julio's show, Rotten Tomatoes, gives something a 98%. They'll just say it's one of the worst movies ever. Or if Rotten Tomatoes has it like 5%, they'll just say it's the best film ever. So sort of as a theme on his show, we've got this one. My controversial opinion is this is the sexiest that Guy Pearce has ever looked. Well, he's, yeah. He's yeah. a hunk in this film. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a drag. And he's in drag. Even as a drag queen, he's gorgeous. So yeah, this, this movie began my obsession with Guy Pearce. <laughs> Do you want to get pierced by that guy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. It's oh. <laughs> good. That end. That's what I think about. <laughs> there is nothing controversial yeah. about this film. No, about my opinion of it. You know, like, 
I don't know. Maybe. Okay, this could be. Don't you think it's overrated? No, no, no. So my controversial opinion is about the parenting decisions. I mean, I don't know whether this is right or wrong, but for you to willingly hand over your eight-year-old boy to a father that it, he doesn't know. Like, they've never, He's never been around. Until, so, and then mm. say, see you later, take him back to Sydney and hang out in a drag club for two months. I just don't really know. There, there was none of that explanation as to, did, did you know that this guy's your dad? It was just, do you remember Tip? Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. no kind of, oh, by the way, do you remember your dad? This guy's yeah. your dad. Although instantly the child is like happy and comfortable around all these new people. Yeah. So, you know, that's good. That's great. There's no crying farewell scene at the, yeah. <laughs> when they go to leave. But I guess, so that may, I don't know whether it's controversial or not, but I'm just like, hmm, I'm just questioning that. Maybe it's a little bit conservative of me. I don't know. Hmm. My controversial opinion is that whenever somebody's writing a comedy and then they insert a scene where it's like lip syncing along to a funny song or something like that, it's just the most laziest device or whatever that a screenwriter can come up with. I think it's it's like the same with a like a masculine guy suddenly starts singing TLC or something like that. It's like, no, oh, this is, nah, you've given up. And for me to watch an entire film that's predicated on that is like quite amazing. Still enjoyed it. Yeah. Well done for getting through that. Yeah. yeah. Good job. I had, I had yeah, to talk, good job. Around. We had to give yeah. you a few drinks before you agreed yeah. to watch it. That's it was true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me out of my cage and yeah. run around. Oh, yeah, it was all right. All right. So I got irritated with the amount of costume changes in the dance numbers. Like, <laughs> the costume changes itself is fine, but you don't change into four costumes in a dance number. Like, there's no way a drag queen could get changed that it. quickly. No, yeah. no. no one gets changed that quickly let alone drag <laughs> not yeah. fast enough to slide off the what stage get eaten and then come back out in a fully different costume no and makeup the makeup alone takes an hour and a half yeah, yeah. without missing a beat yeah. and not to mention when they got the 10 minute call for that show they had hardly any makeup, no makeup on, on their yeah. faces they're not going to get ready I've seen time. RuPaul's Drag Race I know how long that takes yeah. <laughs> I can't do my makeup in 10 minutes half the time yeah <laughs> I can yeah prove it um, doesn't look good but <laughs> uh, my ne- uh, next question is what quote from this film would be the worst to hear straight after sex Oh, there are millions of good quotes in this movie. So many good quotes. Uh, the one I've picked here is one that a clanger from Bernadette, um, she's getting a bit frustrated with Felicia at one point. And so she says, one more push, I'm going to smack his face so hard he'll have to stick his toothbrush up his ass to clean his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear that after having sex. No. Why do you keep saying it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but at one point, Cynthia decides to leave Bob and as she's driving away, she goes, I don't like you anymore anyway. you got little dingling. Like, <laughs> Not what I want to hear after I finish having sex. No. I'm going to go with right in the beginning where, again, Bernadette, another, another great little number there. You have a face like a cat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything no one wants to hear after sex. <laughs> Bernadette had just had all the one-liners. It's another one from her too. It was when they're in Capiti and they're about to get, they're getting into the argument with the very homophobic guy and she just says to him, there, now you're fucked. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a statement of fact. Yeah. <laughs> she's very witty, isn't she? Yeah. I'm very proud none of us had herpes. If she's good, she'll heal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, that poor dog. <laughs> poor dog. <laughs> Alrighty, that draws us down to uh, the final out of our initial set of questions. Number 12, what subplot from this movie would make for an awesome spin-off? Well, we've mentioned her, it's the homophobic uh, Aussie bogan woman that can out-drink people, so her and Bernadette sit down at one point and have a drinking competition. I want to see the adventures of her. I want to see 
Keeping up with the Bogue Trashians, I want to see you <laughs> travelling across Australia, challenging people to drink off. Maybe you should come across Bob Hawke, or another famous Australian drinker. And, yeah, just basically getting yourself into all types of shenanigans. Getting thrown out of pubs. That's, exactly <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to go with, um, it's another Cynthia one. I want to know how Bob and Cynthia, like, what happened that night to get them together? Like, clearly <laughs> some shit went down. Like, I'm, I'm picturing, like, the hangover type scenario, yes. but... <laughs> Going to, he, Bob trying to Definitely. trace his steps back. Yeah, yeah. How, like, how did I get married? a wife? How did I get this woman? Yeah, where did I meet her? <laughs> um, I would want a TV series all about Felicia. Just day-to-day yes. activities, oh, yeah. what she gets up to in Sydney, all of the quirky little quips that she gives out. Yeah. Definitely Felicia. Pretty sure there's already a show called Queer Eye for the Street, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Felicia would not be trying to help people out. No, no that's true. <laughs> yeah. It would be the opposite. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go for the kind of standard spin-off that you want to, that you get, like it turns into more of a family sitcom, which is uh, Mitzi and his eight-year-old son. Oh, like yeah. how their life unfolds in Sydney. Mm. Does the mum come back and pick him up? Who knows? Do they? Does the young eight-year-old son start dressing in drag? The Do catch they, of that really is that the eight-year-old boy is way more mature than his dad. Mm. Yeah. His dad's panicking yeah. and having, you know, fainting the at the like, side yeah, of him. like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, have you got yeah. a boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, you should have one. You know, he's like quite, yeah. <laughs> so maybe the son looks after the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And this is the reason why we are not Hollywood producers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make everything a feel-good food. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So this takes us into our personal questions, and Mal was going to kick us off with her too. Cool. So my first question is, what is your favourite quote from the movie? The quote, one-liner, snappy, snappy thing from one of the queens. This time mine's a line from Mitzi when he says to Bernie, is it true, oh, and, they're in the, and they're in the middle of a massive argument, he says, is it true when you were born the doctor turned around and slapped your mother? <laughs> I'm going with a Bernadette line because she had all the best ones. Mm, yep. Why don't you just light your tampon and blow your box apart because it's the only bang you're ever going to get. <laughs> I think that's actually the ultimate quote from this entire movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's the best <laughs> one. It was definitely the best one. Got another Bernie one um, right in the beginning where she goes, yes, it's just what we need, a cock in a frock on a rock. <laughs> now, I know you don't have to answer your own questions, but I'm just trying to slip Guy <laughs> Pierce into any all of this podcast. And it's at the very start when he does his little drag queen song. The desert holiday, let's pack the drag away. You take the luncheon tea, I'll take the ecstasy. Fuck off, you silly queer, I'm getting out of here. A desert holiday, hip, 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 hooray. I've sang that song numerous times after seeing that movie. I'm going to Yeah, you're saying that off by heart. Like, you don't yeah. even have that written down. It, it's, it's, it's not good when you've got like a nine year old running around the house singing it, but mum is very patient with me. So, Mel, how many times have you seen this great Aussie classic? Oh, many. <laughs> Probably easily a hundred times. Whoa. Yeah. Shit. Uh, so my next question is, what would your signature drag performance song be? I'm going with an Aussie song that everyone loves, and that's Proud Mary by Tina Turner. Nice. Mm. Tina Turner Australian? Yeah. I thought she was British. I thought she was American. Uh, I might have to Google this. <laughs> Uh-oh. I thought she was because she's always singing simply the best at events and stuff. I know yeah, she did duets with, um, like... American-born American born Swiss singer-songwriter. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. So we are all wrong. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to pick another Australian song. I'm going to go with Kylie Minogue, Spinning Around. Uh, as a favourite. That would work. I, I was tossing that. it between I Should Be So Lucky and The Locomotion, but nah, Spinning Around. Good call. I'm not an Australian. I'm going to go Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Oh, that's a great classic. Yeah. That was actually on my shortlist. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have to go the classic 80s band Heart. 
because they are my drunk songs and I always sing them when I'm a drunk. And so there's two of them. It'd either be Alone or All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. Two great songs that always go on when I'm a bit pissed. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. So Boo's going to give us her set of two questions. All right. So what would your drag name be? My drag name would be Gloria Grande, Gloria Gaynor, in honour of her and the great song I Will Survive. And then Grande just to be that big, fabulous, have all the out there costumes. Any excuse. Well, I was actually inspired by a drag queen called Ahida Lettuce. And I was, her name was Ahida That's insane. Lettuce. That's awesome. And she has beautiful green wig like lettuce wig. So I'm going down the vegetable route in something that's really um, out there. And I'm going to be Broccoli Florette. Mm. <laughs> you do love your veggie stays. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone the sort of porn star route and I'm going to use <laughs> what is your pet's name in the street you grew up on. So I'm going to be Twinkles Mandano. Ooh, <laughs> that's good. I, I can like see it. you being a Twinkles. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Twinkles. Yeah. The cat that uh, one day left us and never came back, moved to the neighbour's house. And, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Decided didn't like us anymore, but no, fucking cat. <laughs> I love it. All right, next I've got, could you outdrink the homophobic bogan woman? Woman. And a woman. <laughs> Woman. Woman. Okay. (laughs) All right. Could you outdrink the homophobic bogan woman in the pub in remote Australia? Definitely not. I could give her a run for her money on pints, but as soon as she brought the shots out, it's game over. Two shots I'm out, and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a definite no for me. No way. I also have no, but I'd fucking have a good time trying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even try. I'd be like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to try. I surrender. <laughs> my record is 52 shots, but I still reckon that was that was back in my... Of like what? Um, what? Oh, just everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I've done the 100 shots of beer, 100 minutes, yeah. and I was okay, but it's not liquor. Yeah. Not hard liquor. Uh, no, yeah. there's an empty bowl of spirits on that table. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. So that brings me to my two questions. So, who would you recast in the lead roles in a modern day remake? Oh, easy. Nicolas Cage in every role. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. No one would watch that. Everyone would watch that. Okay, anyway, Sam, moving right along. <laughs> what, what do you think, Boo? Alrighty, so I've got Felicia. I reckon we'll get Zach Efron on for that one. Oh, yeah. Ooh, um, Bernadette will have Russell Crowe. And Mitzi will have <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. And we'll see how those three work. Holy shit. Oh, you, yeah, I you like guys have thought to this. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So I think Margot Robbie needs to be in it somewhere. She's in everything nowadays. She's an Australian princess now. True. So she needs to be in it somewhere. Maybe as Mitzi's wife. She can be the one running the hotel in the Outer Springs. Bob, it's a little bit cheating because he actually did play Bob in the, not Broadway, the West End show in London. Um, but it's a character, Alf Stewart, from the long-running <laughs> TV soap series Home and Away. He <laughs> is the one that comes out with all of the... Uh, great quotes like like calling people flaming galah, stone the flaming clothes, everything. So he definitely definitely needs to be Bob for Felicia. I think Courtney Act. She is a very famous Australian drag queen already famous. She was on Australian Idol. That's where she got her fame. She came second in Celebrity Big Brother in the UK, Holy and shit. Wow. she was I think it was like third or third runner up. She was one of the final three in our RuPaul's Drag Race season six. So oh, people, wow. people need to go and check nice. her out. She definitely can be Felicia. And then was Kate Blanchett. Oh, needs yeah. To get it. yeah. Another, another Australian royalty. She can be Bernadette. Bernadette. She played Bob Dylan. She can play Bernie. Yeah, true. Yeah. Good point. Good yeah. point. Awesome. Fascinating. I didn't have anyone for Mitzi, unfortunately. Oh, Hugo right. Weaving did such a good job. He can yeah. come back. Yeah. <laughs> he's so nerdy in the role. Like, he's so sort of... He's definitely not the guy from The Matrix no, in that film. <laughs> definitely not Agent Smith. I, don't, I can't think of any Aussie male actor that could just pull that off at the moment. Like no. But sort of, like the Hemsworth brothers are way too staunch. 
Yeah, they can't do it. Joe Courtney. Oh, he gives a kiss of death to all these films. He does. He's so bad. <laughs> okay, so question 18. How long could you survive on a desert road trip in a bus, but mostly in a bus with Felicia? With Felicia? <laughs> yeah. 0.1 seconds. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I could do a week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you might almost make it. Maybe, yeah. maybe. You'd end up in the middle of nowhere and then be like, nah, I need to get out of here. <laughs> You've been There's friends no with me out. for like nine years, well, so I reckon it. you could... <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon I could do a couple of days, definitely, but I know exactly how it would turn out, how it would come about. I'd know Felicia in Sydney. I'd be friends with her. It'd be a night on the piss. She'd be like, let's get a bus and drive to Alice Springs. I'd be like, that's a great idea. And then... Two days in, I'm like, what the fuck have I done? How do I get out of this? Is there an airport nearby? Where's the food at? Where's the water? I'm I'm trying to call an Uber from the middle of nowhere. (laughs) So, yeah, I think only a couple of days. It's amazing how your drinking friends are, like, the most awesome people on the piss, but then when you actually spend, like, real time with them, you're like, oh, "Oh, wait, this is what you're really like? (laughs) Yeah, they're like this all the time. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) When I'm drunk, it's fine, but jeez. In fairness, they did drink quite a lot, didn't they, on their trip? Their first aid kit was all full of miniatures. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bowls are still in there. Yeah. Drink driving was quite liberal back then in Oz. <laughs> well, who's going to pull them up? Yeah, that's it. Fair. There's no coppers that far out. <laughs> you guys have drive through liquor stores. It makes no sense to Yeah, me. I know. Yes. No one has seems to understand that. You don't want to get your car to buy booze, so you just drive up on. <laughs> they chuck it in your boot. It's all good. You move on. Australians. Right. Yeah. Australians. All right, Sam, why don't you hit us with your questions? Yeah, so the final two questions of the podcast, it's kind of intimated that Bernie and Bob get together and sort of hook up like Bob's bringing her flowers and being very nice to her what do you guys reckon do you guys reckon they hooked up do you reckon they're still together how do you reckon their relationship progressed absolutely Aww, I, don't know, I don't know if it would be like a, a stereotypical relationship but very much like a companionship kind of thing at that point yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think so yeah yeah. I definitely think they ended up that would be a good idea for a little spin off thing just seeing yeah. how their relationship progresses and how, how they enjoy or how Bernie goes from living in Sydney to living in Alice Springs yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was bizarre. Eh? Yeah, um, but no, I definitely think they do. I mean, if you can spend a night sleeping in a cake with someone, enjoy. yeah, <laughs> that's, that's love right there. Yeah, that's love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yep, they end up together in Alex Springs happily ever after. Oh, yeah. And finally, guys. I'm going to pitch a remake of this film starring you three <laughs> as female drag queens, kings? What do you call them? Drag kings? I've got no idea. Uh, gender reversal yeah. part ones? Three ladies travelling across Outback Australia, cross-dressing and putting on performances where you dress up as men. What would you guys dress up as? Like, What sort of real masculine macho outfit would you guys <laughs> Well, I'm more the comic route. I'm thinking like used car salesman, better call Saul kind of <laughs> dodgy lawyer. Kind of dodgy lawyer scenario. Because let's face it, I'm not Bush. So. Yeah. True. <laughs> but true. he had the best brightly coloured suits. Though, he did. So that's awesome. I can imagine him even in sequin suits. Yeah, you can jazz it up a bit. Be fabulous. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to go the stereotypical route and go for just the Aussie bogan, get, get the flannel <laughs> out, do my hair into a mullet. I can get a fake beard if I want to. And just the stubbies and thongs. Oh, nice, just nice. Walking around with a can of emu export. Oh. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, bushchuk, as everyone calls it. <laughs> what? Bushchuk. 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 It's a beer made from fermented emus. Have you <laughs> no. With all the drop bears, too. Yeah, yeah. I love a good drop beer. Oh. 
I'm going for the classic fireman suit. Oh, yeah. Mm. But are you going to go for the sexy one or just the stock standard one that firemen no, wear and wear the, the oxygen mask? <laughs> you need an oxygen mask because it seems like it's getting really hot out there in the desert. Yeah. And you need the fire hose too. You actually need the entire fire truck to yeah, keep yeah. cool. So we'll go in a fire truck, not in a bus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, practical. Yeah. You can put out my fire of burning love. No, oh, oh, Sammy. <laughs> exactly. We can just wash away all the homophobes along the way. We can yeah. just blast them with the hose. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> You hit it here, guys. 2021, Priscilla. Oh no, what would what you guys' bus be called? You can't have Priscilla. You've got to have something ah, else. Ah, got to have like a, a real name. manly name. Dash. Bruce? Bruce? <laughs> Bruce? <laughs> no one names Bruce. <laughs> Bruce the bus. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Bruce the big red tri- truck. The yeah, Bruce the fire of Bruce truck. the queen of the... No, nah. king of the desert. No, it doesn't matter. like Neville? Neville the fire oh, truck? Yeah, yeah, Neville the truck, yeah. <laughs> Neville's a bit of a dweeb, though. Russell, um, Bruce has muscle behind him. Who calls that kid Bruce? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce the fire truck. There you go. <laughs> cool. Oh, wow. That brings us down to the end of the podcast. So thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thanks that for having was us. amazing to have you here. Before we wrap up, is there any final thoughts, anything about the movie that you just have to mention or anything at all? Uh, just everyone needs to check it out. Definitely. Iconic film. Yep. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Uh, for a film that came out in 1994 on next to no budget, they did incredibly well of this. Yeah. Costumes and acting well, from the three main leads and everything like yeah. that is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, I think the budget shows in the actual the co-stars and yeah. <laughs> all the extras acting. Exactly. <laughs> they, they you get Terrence Stamp. Yeah. yeah. Get Terrence Stamp. You get, you know, very young guy, Pierce and Hugo Weaving. Rest of them, who the fuck is? Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Okay, Sam, so why don't we tell people where they can find us? Yeah, so if you like the show and want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. That's the best place to find us. We're a bit more prolific on that. Also, have a Facebook page, Movie Reviews and 20Qs, and you can send us an email at mritqs at gmail.com. Thanks again to our three Patreons now, now that we've got, uh, yeah, moving up in the world. Yeah, it's amazing. We love the support. It makes us feel more enthusiastic about doing this. Yeah. We know people <laughs> <will think. laughs> Good job. And thanks to these two for coming on. I hope you guys had fun. Oh, and all thanks, that guys. Yeah. thanks for watching my film. <laughs> <laughs> so that's us. See ya. Choo-choo. Bye. Bye.